From technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution, a culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and delivering the real results in support of their agency mission. Welcome to our podcast series, Keeping It Brief. I'm Susan Scher, president of FedHealth IT, and today we have the opportunity to chat with Ray Holder, executive strategist and health technology leader, currently serving as principal of U.S. Federal Healthcare at Amazon Web Services. Today's discussion will focus on how cloud technologies are helping government organizations today. Healthcare organizations are under pressure to reduce costs, innovate at scale, and improve operational performance. To do this, they're turning to the cloud. The cloud provides the availability, scalability, and security that healthcare organizations need to improve healthcare for citizens and accelerate scientific discoveries. Ray, welcome to Keeping It Brief. It is a pleasure to be here, Susan. Thank you. So, Ray, how are organizations using cloud technologies to respond to COVID-19 and to deliver quality healthcare? Now, you often hear conversations about disruption in the context of business or technology. But you know, as we're recording this today, COVID-19 is disrupting the world and all of our lives along with it. It's important to remember, though, in the context of, of healthcare organizations that they were already in the middle of a huge shift to the cloud. And so, so COVID-19 has kind of highlighted the reasons why people were moving so quickly, the, the agility, ability to innovate, the scalability, kind of the pay-as-you-go model. Uh, and that's really been a catalyst to accelerate the move. Uh, so, so out of the gate, we see three key areas where organizations are using cloud today you know, as they're responding to COVID-19. The first is something we call the digital front door. How do people get access to healthcare services and information and, and how do organizations provide it? And this touched me personally just a few months ago, my 11-year-old daughter, she fell and fractured her wrist uh, while she was rollerblading. And this is during the COVID-19 outbreak, full travel restrictions. How do we get her access to reliable healthcare without putting the rest of the family at risk and herself? So, you know, we ended up using a telehealth consult uh, with an orthopedist. But it's important to remember that these kinds of decisions are happening millions of times a day. And in fact, one of our federal healthcare customers saw an increase of 800% in telehealth visits between March and April of 2020. So, so digital front door is, is a key one. Uh, the second area is something we call data liquidity. How do organizations get data that's been collected at one place, aggregate it, process it, and then deliver that to others in a way that they can prove, improve the quality of the care they're delivering. So teams are creating data lakes, integrating data sets, and they're really working hard to get information in the hands of providers and researchers as we attack this. And then lastly, the third area is uh, predicting healthcare events. You know, once these data have been integrated, how can we use cloud and then the associated technologies, you know, IoT, machine learning, uh, use those things to actually predict of upcoming events? Are there leading indicators or previously unseen trends that might inform how best to uh, to manage and, and stay ahead of the game? Is there a new technology that you see organizations using to address the current crisis? Well, we see innovation coming not from one specific technology, but from combinations of new and existing technologies. So they kind of use them together as part of a healthcare ecosystem. So 
you know, we were part of the White House Tech Sector Roundtable and, and the Allen Institute for AI released an open research data set called CORD-19, the COVID-19 open research data set. That, that repository holds 47,000 research papers and documents. But how do we make that information more available, more accessible, more usable by researchers and other healthcare teams? So to address that, you know, our team created something called CORD-19 Search. We used a natural language processing service called Amazon Comprehend Medical. We indexed it with an enterprise search service called Amazon Kendra. And now that's publicly available in a data lake, the AWS COVID-19 data lake. So, so as a result of that, um, anyone can ask questions in plain English to find information and research information that's stored in this um, CORD-19 what kind of advice would you have for the federal healthcare community in times like this? Well, you know, I advise all organizations and all people to, to think big. This is a global pandemic, so think big. Uh, start small and have a bias reaction. You know, use this imperative of COVID-19 to rethink things, how things could, would, or should be done. And then remember that you're always working backwards from the customer experience, whether that customer be a patient or a provider or an administrator or, or a caregiver for a veteran at home. Uh, second, I, I counsel people to participate in communities of interest. You know, G2 Exchange, you, you all do a phenomenal job. You know, AFCEA, ACT IAC, Professional Services Council, we, we're all confronting the same challenges and working with leaders in these organizations, it creates partnership opportunities, and you get relationships from, from that collaboration. Okay, a good example of that is, is uh, something we launched recently called the Diagnostic Development Initiative. We committed $20 million in credits and technical support to kind of accelerate the development of diagnostic and, and testing solutions. The important thing is that launched with 35 public and private partners, research institutions, academic institutions, commercial organizations. You know, that kind of collaboration is, is what we're going to need. And then the, the last point I'd make is, is just that, remember that this is a big problem and to overcome it, and we will overcome it, but it requires collaboration. So just remember that we're all in it together. Ray, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. For more podcasts by G2 Exchange Media, please visit www.fethealthit.com and look for the podcast section at the top of the page. Music by Jam Studio, courtesy of Shutterstock Incorporated.